Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to another episode of the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. It's officially November, which means it's the unofficial kickoff of the holiday shopping season. November 1st is traditionally when retailers launch their holiday campaigns, including updating their homepage or store windows and turning on the holiday music, unless, of course, you're Nordstrom. Basically, we're coming down to the wire, and now is a good time to set aside a block of time to assess where you're at and figure out what you have left to do. Once you've got that all ironed out, you can spend the rest of this season focused on running your business and selling your product. If you're an OG listener of the podcast, this may be starting to sound familiar to you. And that's because this week's episode is a re-recording of a previous episode. I didn't just post a replay because the original episode had some time-specific references in it and was missing some other episodes I want to point you to, so I decided to start fresh. Even if it does sound familiar, keep listening because your business has probably changed a lot in the last two years and you may just hear the episode differently this time. Now, if you haven't gotten very far with your holiday planning, I'm going to stick a few must-listen episodes in the show notes that walk you through my marketing campaign planning process to get you started. I have a three-step process and a bunch of supporting episodes, but I still recommend you listen to this episode first because it will help keep you focused during the limited time that you have left. For today, I want to cover two main things. One, how to decide what your marketing should look like for your business, and a tool I love to use called a knockdown list. This is to help you get through all those little nitty gritty details, check off all the boxes, and make sure you have all of your ducks in a row as you go into Black Friday weekend and Cyber Monday. If you are behind on fleshing out your holiday plans, your best bet is to limit your focus to things that drive the revenue and profit needles in your business. Don't get caught in the weeds on things like holiday graphics on your homepage. At this point in the game, it's a nice to have, but it's not necessary. Put your energy into marketing and selling your product. And if you have a small team and can't do all the marketing things, focus on what has the highest potential of getting you to your goal. Let's break this down a little bit. When you're first thinking about your marketing strategy for your business, holiday or not holiday, we're pretty quick to think we need to do all the things. And if you can and have already set yourself up to be able to do that, awesome, go for it. 
But if you're not, this is where you need to start getting real with yourself and figure out how you can actually hit your goals without running yourself ragged. And the best way to do that is to double down on what works and leave the rest for another day. So there's two things you're going to want to consider. What drives the most revenue and what is the most profitable? Because we all know there's a difference between revenue and profit. And different businesses are going to have different goals when it comes to what they're looking to achieve. Some businesses in the earlier stages are just looking to drive that revenue number and building their customer base. Other businesses have already gotten to a place where they've proven their concept, they have a solid base of customers, and now they're just ready to steadily maintain or grow their profits. Let's start with the profit mode because that's the more conservative route here. If your goal is to drive profitability, then you'll need to look at not only your revenue driving activities, but which of those are the most profitable. For instance, it's possible that your ads bring in more revenue, but that when you break down your ad spend and management fee, that it's less profitable than say doing a live video or sending out an email. You'll have to dig into your numbers to really understand this, and it's going to be different for every business, but just looking at your revenue isn't enough to really tell you the impact this particular activity is having on your business. And don't forget to consider the cost of the person executing this, even if that person is you. You'll also want to consider the type of customer you attract with this specific type of marketing, whatever it is that you're reviewing. Are they going to be a one-hit wonder or a long-time customer with a high lifetime value? Are they a repeat customer who is likely to spend more in their individual transaction or are they brand new and likely to be on the lower end or below your average order value, proving that you'll need more of them to make up the same revenue as one repeat customer? In previous episodes, I've talked about these two clients that I've worked with in the past, one in the bridal industry and another in the hobby industry. Their customer bases are vastly different, with the latter having a much higher repeat customer rate. For her, email is a huge driver of her business. So just spending that little bit more effort would likely lead to more revenue. Whereas for the bridal industry person, that might not be the best avenue for her. I have another client that while ads look to be performing well on the surface, once she dug into her number, she realized Instagram was having a more significant and profitable impact on her business and ultimately decided to put more effort into that while focusing mostly on retargeting ads instead of trying to reach cold audiences there. And by the way, remember, this is a re-recording of a previous episode. That client in the last two years has focused solely on social media and being the content creator in her business, and she has blown the fuck up. Just saying. Now, of course, marketing is a puzzle and all the pieces fit together and support one another. But with a little research, you should be able to pull out some clear winners that you can put more effort into during this season and give yourself permission to not do all of the things. On the flip side of this, what if you're just focused on increasing your revenue and building your customer base profits be damned? 
Firstly, I would challenge you for that on a moment and ask you, why is that? Do you really not need to be profitable right now because your business is new? You have another source of income and money to invest in your business? Or is it just because you think it would be cool to say you have a lot of revenue? If you determine that it really is because you don't need the profit right now, that's how I started my business, by the way, then for you, visibility is going to be key. And ads are probably a good way to do that. Your goal here might be to just break even on ads so you can grow your customer base. You might even be willing to lose a little bit of money because you know you'll make up the difference with the lifetime value of your customer. If that's the case for you, then go for it. Dial up that ad spend. Show up on social media every single day. Send lots of emails to your list. Dive into the hustle and grind to capture those customers and that revenue, and then make sure you hit the ground running next year with a plan to retain them. And you can tune into episode 171 for some ideas on how to do that. Whatever you decide to do, make sure it's in line with your business goals and what you want to create. All right, so let's chat about the knockdown list. And truth be told, this is nothing more than just a brain dump into a spreadsheet. A few days to a week before a campaign is supposed to launch, I will do a brain dump of everything that is still outstanding from my original plan. I personally like to create this separate list, even if I already have everything in a task management board set up from the beginning, because it, one, helps me to just rewrite everything out and to just see it fresh in its own space with no other distractions. So what do I include in this list? Things like emails I need to schedule, supplies I need to order, canned customer service responses I need to write, website graphics I need to create and add to the site, social media content I need to create, last minute inventory and site merchandising checks, gift guides that still need to be created. Basically anything I came up with in my initial planning, preparation and promotion that has yet to be completed. And this is where you have to give yourself and your team grace because it's possible your list is too big to complete before everything kicks into high gear. So once I get that list together, then I prioritize. I usually keep it simple with must-haves and nice-to-haves, and I'll delegate or execute accordingly. My focus is always going to be on the things that drive revenue and profit first. For instance, if we take that list I just ran through, I would forsake holiday graphics for my email marketing because I know that it's more likely to be an actual revenue driver. Another way you can approach this is by using the Eisenhower matrix. And I talk about that in episode 28 of the podcast, which is all about how to have smooth operations in business and life during this important season. Ultimately, the goal of the knockdown list in this podcast episode is to remind you to take a step back and figure out what your next best steps are away from the noise, away from the shoulds and all of the chaos currently swirling in your brain. You don't have to do all the things. You can have a successful selling season without all the bells and whistles. Done is better than perfect. Email will make you more money than a reel. You became an entrepreneur to have more freedom. Making memories with your family is more important than your business. 
insert any other reminder you need to hear to not be so hard on yourself this season here. And on that note, I'm out. Don't forget to check the show notes for some other episodes you might find helpful to wrap up your holiday planning. They'll all be there for you. And I'll see you on the flip side, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.